0: Good day everybody and welcome to Fantasy Football Friends Forever. This is Mad Max alongside Pistol Pete. Pistol how you doing today?
1: Good good excited
0: to be here again. Hell yeah. Uh, how'd your fantasy teams turn out?
1: Uh, pretty good. I'm in five leagues. Went three and two. Lost by one in a league <laughs> yesterday. Le'Veon Bell did me in but I did get lucky and won a league because the guy drew breeze, so
0: Yeah, tough way to go out. I uh I got lucky as well with Alshon Jeffrey missing a game, won by three points, so definitely benefited from that. Uh the Drew Breeze thing, that's that's brutal. One point. Uh it is
1: brutal. He had a negative in the league I was in. Um it hurts that offense for sure. Yeah. Uh, I've got Alvin Kamara in two leagues. He had a whopping seven points. I think it hurts him the most just because Drew Brees is – he's so precise. Yeah, I mean, he makes Alvin Kamara so much better after the catch. He just leads him into the ball.
0: Yeah, I mean, he just – he recognizes the mismatch when it's there. And so, can Teddy Bridgewater or Taysom Hill uh, recognize the coverage and the mismatch with Kamara? And can he deliver the ball on the money? Yeah, can he lead him
1: in stride? Yeah.
0: And I don't think he can. So, so I, I just like Camara's still going to be like productive. It's going to be like Le'Veon Bell production, though, where I just don't see the touchdown upside now with Drew Brees out for the next six weeks. Uh, once he comes back, like plug him in, but definitely someone that, as far as fantasy implications go, not a guy I'm wanting right now, but definitely in a couple weeks, if the guy's struggling, maybe trading for Camara if you're in position. Yeah, I mean, it's a good playoff push play. Yeah, I mean
1: I'm keeping him. Just I got to ride with him. Yeah. He's my number one pick. He was a keeper in one league. But if you can stay afloat, it's all right. Like, yeah, I think you can still manage with him, but he's not going to be that top 4 or 5 back week in week out. He's not dropping you 20 plus every week. No, he's not, but I think Michael Thomas will be fine.
0: I think he's still getting the targets, safety blanket. Yeah, Michael Thomas will be just fine. He's he's a catch guy. So He's underneath routes. He's not a deep target where you need a good strong-arm quarterback to be getting him the ball. I think uh, Bridgewater will definitely still be looking for him. Uh, how about Big Ben? Like the Steelers offense?
1: All out. Uh, fire sale. I didn't know any of them, but Juju, I mean, he's, he's not top five. He's not that number one receiver anymore. Is he even top ten? Uh, I don't think
0: so. I think he's. Top end wide receiver two, but top the problem is, is you draft him as a wide receiver one.
1: Yeah, you drafted him to carry your receiving core. Yeah. Uh, I didn't, I didn't want him that high just because I think Antonio Brown leaving hurts him. I mean, going in week in, week out against the top corner and sometimes
0: getting double covered. Yeah, they're game planning around Juju Smith-Schuster. Like, that and James Conner. That's all they're game planning for because Dante Moncrief can't catch cold. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) I don't even know if he's still on the roster, but... He looks so bad. I mean, they need to get Deontay Johnson out there, I think, into the uh, outside receiver role. Uh, Nice little rookie they drafted this year in like the third round. Uh, We'll see what kind of connection they have with Mason Rudolph. We'll see what Rudolph can do. I mean, I I like Vance McDonald going forward. I think he'll be a target monster. Um, Just great last week. And we'll see about Juju. I don't, like, I'm not all off Juju. Like, if you've got Juju, you're keeping him. Because yeah. no one's giving you good value for Juju in return, I don't think. Unless someone's just a big Mason Rudolph believer.
1: Uh, I mean, I was all out on, speaking of Connor, he's looked bad. I yeah. mean, that knee injury, I mean, it's something to look out for. But they're going to stack the box. They're going to make Mason Rudolph beat him. And I just think, I think James Conner's touchdown dependent too.
0: Yeah. I don't think they're going to score as much. And the offense looked bad anyway. I mean, some people just think like, oh, lose Le'Veon Bell, insert James Conner. Like James Conner is not the back that Le'Veon Bell is. He's not
1: in the same tier. (laughs) Like he's four below. I mean, Le'Veon Bell's special.
0: It's just been disappointing as far as that Steelers offense goes, though. I think a lot of people were very high on them. And for me personally, I'm in three leagues and I don't have one Steeler on my team. And for good reason. I'm just just not a team I want to buy. Like they were going first round picks for Juju, James Conner. Unproven roster. I like I was out. I was out before the season. I'm definitely out now. Yep, same here. Uh, Some big news, though. Daniel Jones, starter in New York. Love it. Long time coming.
1: Um, He's a stud, He is. He's smart. Saquon was producing anyway. He's just going to keep producing even higher. I love it for Evan Ingram, though. I have Evan Ingram in one league. I wish I would have taken him in more. Um, I wish I would have
0: got one of Evan Ingram. I ended up with Ertz, O.J. Howard, like... (laughs) Oh, my – and Joku, geez. Like, I don't know how I didn't get any Evan Ingram. Like, he was just going to be a target monster this year. He is, and I think
1: his touchdowns will go up, too.
0: Oh, yeah. They're going to score more with Daniel Jones. Eli, I
1: mean, you were lucky to get past
0: the 40. Yep. I mean, Barkley goes up because of it, Ingram, and then – I mean, now you get some cheeky plays. Like, now you look at Golden Tate, big reception guy. He – Pretty much catches almost a thousand yards every year he plays.
1: Oh, yeah. Seven, to eight catches a game. I like Sterling Shepard a lot, too, going you know, forward.
0: I See, the thing about Shepard for me is he's going to be lining up against number one corners. So I kind of like Cody Latimer. And Latimer was making some plays in the preseason with Daniel Jones. Like, I think there could be a chemistry there. So I think that's more of a deeper add. 12 team league. Stash. That's, that's a uh, 12 team league. Pick him up. I, I won't even use a claim on him. I think you can just. Adam. Next morning, Cody Latimer. If you have the roster, like you need an open spot, like I wouldn't be dropping guys that are getting good production, like Terry McLaurin, not dropping him for Cody Latimer, James Crowder, not dropping him for Cody Latimer. But if you've got, I don't know, Dante Pettis on your bench, like drop him. If you you should have dropped him after week one, but guys like that, I'm I'm dropping.
1: uh, I'm adding Daniel Jones too, though. Yeah, I mean, Big Ben's out, Drew Brees out. People need
0: quarterbacks. Daniel Jones, I mean, Brissett. even. There's some, there's some good ones there. I like uh, even Jimmy G. Jimmy G had a nice little game last week. Um, what are some other uh, waiver wire pickups you like?
1: Um, the guy I love is Devo Samuel, speaking of the 49ers.
0: Guy, he good.
1: The guy looked good in preseason. The camp reports were great. I mean Dante Pettis, he's in Dumpsville. I mean he's he's not even starting. No, yeah, you gotta get rid of him. And he had five catches, 87 yards, and a TD. I mean last week, and those are going to
0: go up. He just runs those underneath routes, along with Marquise Goodwin. Like I think both those guys are good pickups. Um, both aren't the downfield threats. Like Jimmy G, I think is more of a precise guy. Think like Brady, like just dinking, dunking. Like that's Debo Samuel Markey's good one for him. And then you've got George Kittle. Like, yeah, so, I, 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 like I like, the I, like going. I like Samuel over Goodwin. Goodwin's more of a boom bust play, I think. Yeah. What about you? Um JJ Orsega Whiteside kind of sticks out to me. Uh definitely a cheeky, cheeky ad because he didn't have a catch last week. But with the Alshon injury, the Deshaun Jackson injury, he played ninety percent of the snaps. Like he's on the field. That's opportunity. That's that's that picking him up the week before he does something. That's playing ahead of the game, and so that's that's who I'm looking to pick up.
1: Uh, I agree with that. Uh, I think both those guys are going to be out, and it's him and Nelson Aguilar. Yeah, I mean
0: Aguilar is even a good pickup. Yep,
1: I, I like that pickup. Uh,
0: he'll be the hot one. I think JJ Sega Whiteside's kind of got that touchdown red zone. He he had he was highly rated out of uh, college, like. Pro Football Focus had him as their number one prospect coming into this year.
1: No, I've heard good things, and I I think he'll he has a good matchup against Detroit this week. So cheeky, if good you need it, looking out
0: for him. DFS, honestly, like oh, he's going to yeah. be dirt cheap in DFS. Dirt cheap. Um, a couple tight ends I like if you're hurt and Joku's out. Howard put up a dud. I like Greg Olson. Will Disley.
1: Love me some Disley. I mean Russell Wilson loves him. I think he's going to be what he is last week. Not the two touchdowns every week, but five catches, fifty yards. He's not going to outrun anybody, but uh, red zone. I mean, he's their man. It's not like they have huge red zone targets. They're Tyler Lockett.
0: You got Lockett, Metcalf, but I just—they're not—they're not not red zone targets, like you said. They're more like Metcalf's more downfield. Like he doesn't really have that footwork, I think yet. Like he could develop that. And Lockett's just small, and he's a downfield guy too. Yeah, so, so I love some Disley as far as touchdown upside tight ends, and then Greg Olson, as long as he stays healthy, guy just produces in that offense. I mean,
1: yeah, as long as he doesn't break his foot again, he's good. Uh, I like him going forward. Playing Arizona this week, that's a guy I'm looking at. If you need a, if you need help
0: at tight end, but definitely keep an eye on like the Cam Newton injury. So I would take Disley like over Olson if. Cam Newton's not going to play, so definitely something to monitor there. Um, Demarcus Robinson. Oh. I mean, let's not forget about him. I mean, everyone every, did. Everyone
1: <laughs> owned in one percent of ESPN leagues. I mean, if you started Demarcus Robinson, I might need to get you on this podcast because Seriously. that was that could have won you some
0: DFS tournaments. Honestly, oh yeah,
1: and I'm sure it did. Like the big S- ones.
0: People overlooked that. Everyone was on Hardman. Who could possibly be in a league? But I think in the Kansas in the Kansas City market, I don't see McCole Hardman being on the waivers. If he is, like he's also a must add. But uh, Demarcus Robinson definitely probably out there.
1: Oh yeah, he's definitely out there. I mean, he paced the position in points this week, which is insane.
0: Uh, some tight end or uh, defense streams. Packers defense, Niners D, and Jags D. I like all three of those. I'm
1: um, a Packers guy. Obviously,
0: I love the Packers.
1: They're playing Denver this week. Uh, start at them home. if you got them at home. And um, Dallas, they're playing the Dolphins. I love that. I'm starting anybody against yeah. the Dolphins. It's just pathetic out
0: there. You almost should uh, pick up that the team that's playing the Dolphins the week before. Yeah. Just because they're going to be a hot waiver wire ad, and you stay ahead of that curve. And honestly, the Patriots, they might pitch
1: another shutout. They're playing the Jets um the Jets that's just
0: uh third string quarterback I mean enough said honestly it's almost as much of a dumpster fire as Miami as far as this week I mean once Darnold comes back they're gonna be fine but this week great play honestly um into the sweet and sours who left a sweet taste in your mouth two guys uh this week that left me a sweet taste My boy, Aaron
1: Jones, who I was hard on last week, but he bounced back this week. Yeah, 23 carries. Got the carries. uh, Got, obviously, the catches scored. I mean, I just like the carries. You can't do that every week. But I want him – he should get 15 carries.
0: Oh, yeah. Minimum. 15 carries, a few catches. Keep him involved. 18 to 20 touches. Like I feel like 25-ish, 26 is a lot for Aaron Jones, especially with his injury history. But – the guy's a stud. He averages just five yards of carry, and people have been beating this drum for since last year. Free Aaron Jones. He's free. I I was hoping he was going to have a uh, a bad game against a good Minnesota defense, and then I was I was planning on trading for him. Like literally every league, I was going to do it because I just believe in Aaron Jones' talent, and if I can get him at a dirt cheap price, like I, I'll take the injury risk, but. That's no one's trading not. him now. No now. one is trading him now.
1: Uh, the other running back,
0: who was sweet, been sweet two
1: weeks now. Austin Eckler, Stub. the guy would have, the guy actually would have had thirty points again, but he fumbled at the one. Yeah, and I mean, he just gets so many targets. He gets the rushing attempts, and he's getting goal line
0: carries. Like he's just with Melvin Gore now. The guy's just getting the ball. Justin Jackson is not it. Like. No. they just use him to run between the tackles a little bit, kind of spell Eckler. But Eckler is elusive, Eckler's quick, fast. Eckler's a playmaker out there. And if Melvin Gordon's out, like insert Austin Eckler. He's RB one to me. Yeah. I mean he's an RB one. Like, not even maybe low end. Like he's, no, he's... putting up top end like RB one numbers. I I completely whiffed on that. I should have had more Eckler in my leagues. because uh, he was going late in drafts.
1: Yeah, I've got him in two, and I wish I would have had him in more. But uh, what are your two guys who left you a sweet taste? Uh,
0: Coming from Monday night, I mean, OBJ and Nick Chubb kind of pulled two dubs for me. So they definitely left a good taste in my mouth. Odell Beckham with that long 89-yard touchdown, uh, kind of a questionable play call, running zone coverage, free release to uh, Odell Beckham. I mean, that's going to the crib. Uh, And then Nick Chubb just guy produces man he gets the ball he's got the workload rb1 in my opinion uh i'll be happy with that
1: yeah i was high on both those guys i was a big chub guy uh i had him as a keeper in one league because you got to keep a rookie from the year before nice and that was my guy uh obj i don't know what greg williams is doing calling him out and it was a big time performance he went back home met life stadiums played there yeah. for years it meant a lot to him and if you're in a foot race with that guy,
0: you're good not, luck. Yeah, you're not winning. <laughs> good night. Uh, some sours. David Johnson and TJ Hawkinson for me. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, one catch, seven yards after the performance he put up week one. Uh, that hurt. That hurt big time. Uh, luckily, I overcame that, but still kind of sour about that one. And then David Johnson, I mean, I don't know what Kingsbury's doing. They're All they do is throw. I mean, the offense looks good, but I'm nervous as a David Johnson owner. They just don't, he
1: just doesn't run the ball. I mean, they got in the red zone like three or four times. They kicked three field goals, and then when they did give him the ball, he scored. But, I mean, he should be getting 18 carry, 18 to 20 a game.
0: And he got 18 week one, so hopefully they – overcome that and give them the ball again kind of watch the film i think baltimore's got a tough defense so maybe that's the reasoning behind it and they got behind early too so
1: they did but uh, didn't help yeah i mean at least you overcame your boy tj (laughs) that is a brutal stat line yeah but that's just typical
0: He still outproduced oj howard who i benched him for (laughs) that's true so i mean i picked up a point
1: (laughs) yeah i mean as sad as that is to say it it out know, produce the guy That's you coaching
0: at its finest right there. <laughs> uh, who else you got?
1: Uh, two of uh, my sours, Drew Brees. I mean, I know what really wasn't his fault. And uh, Joe Mixon, a guy. I mean, a lot of people, you know, he had an ankle injury. So, I sat him in one league, started yeah. Singletary. But I know a lot of people, you just got to
0: play him. You could definitely see it coming, and but – a lot of people took him like in the second round. Oh so, yeah. Who do you got to plug in? Like unless you had an Eckler or Jacobs or I don't I don't, singletary. You just said you Yeah, I played him instead. Yeah. And
1: uh I mean Drew Brees he just he just killed a lot of owners.
0: Yeah. What are you gonna do about that? I mean It's just bad luck. Yeah. Can't overcome that. Zero out of your quarterback, even negative, that's tough. Um couple guys that left a sour in my mouth were uh, Christian McCaffrey and DeAndre Hopkins. 12 points combined between the two of them, oh, that's tough. Yeah, you're not winning many leagues with that. I, I have them on both of them on one team, and I I still put up a good amount of points, like 111 with them putting up 12. Like The rest of my team played well, but I can't expect a win with both those guys out. Essentially out, I don't know. 12 points just ain't going to cut it. It's not, but they're horses more in a blip than They'll a bounce They'll I'm bounce back. I'm not worried back. about them.
1: Uh, but, yeah, definitely a sour taste. What else you got on that list? Uh, two other sour guys I've got, two receivers, Stefan Diggs, Josh Gordon. I mean, Diggs, he had one catch. I know it was a touchdown. And he's got three receptions in two games.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's You're boring, not so. feeling good if you're a, a dig owner. No. He at and- least got in the end zone, big catch. Like, he got you some points, but if you're a dig owner, you're – panicking you're not starting
1: that guy I mean I'm starting him this week against Oakland at home but if if he doesn't produce I'm out that's I mean Kirk Cousins the problem they're just not
0: throwing the ball in Minnesota
1: they're not throwing the ball and he's just when they do he's just making terrible decisions he's He's missing wide open guys throwing egregious picks
0: and Josh Gordon I'll see week to week uh four points he's like a DFS play in my opinion now like flyer flex play at this point with he can he'll catch a long like long passes he's still that guy that's going to get like three four catches hopefully he only had two last week for like 19 yards but going forward i just don't with ab there with edelman that's too many targets and they're still going to run the ball that's the thing is i don't think they're going to be like a super pass heavy team still so i mean shell carried the ball 21 times
1: yeah, and uh, I think Tom Brady's going to feed the ball to A.B. I mean, I think he wants him to get activated. Yeah, I mean, A.B.'s going to be in his ear if he doesn't get the ball. So. Seriously,
0: and you know Brady's trying to win a ring, so he's going to keep A.B. happy. Yeah, he's done
1: it with Randy Moss. He'll do it with A.B. Same thing.
0: A um, couple guys that left a sweet taste in my mouth, Cooper Cup and Tyler Boyd, kind of like the the lower end. They're not the super studs, but they were both in my lineups, and I I was just really happy with Cups production and then Tyler Boyd. I mean, 10 catches, 122 yards, caught all 10 targets. The Bengals' defense is bad. They're going to throw the ball a lot there with Zach Taylor's offense and with the emergence of John Ross even. I think that really helps Tyler Boyd, and I think he's going to see a lot of one-on-one coverage, and the guy makes tough catches.
1: He does. Uh, I love both those guys. I have Tyler Boyd in the league. I'm starting him every week. He's a high oh, yeah. end wide receiver too. Yeah. To me, like you said, they'll be behind. I mean, Andy Dalton's swinging the ball and Boyd catches him. I mean, he's got good hands. He's a good wide receiver. He was so... he was great last year. Like for you know, he came out of nowhere last year. This year is on more people's radar, and um, I'm just hoping AJ Green just just stay on the sidelines a
0: bit. But even when he comes back, I think John Ross the one who's going to take the bigger hit. Oh yeah, for sure uh john ross is only going to be really fantasy viable think, for the next few weeks and then aj green's going to step in like ross will still have like a big catch here and there so definitely still a flyer play but once green comes back that's that's green spot boyd runs out of the slot so his production's still going to be there yeah they have no tight in
1: there uh i love cooper cup though i mean that's that's jared goff's safety blanket that's his boy and uh he when just he plays produces. he's a stud. Yeah, like I mean, pencil him in for 10 to 15 points.
0: But yeah, that wraps up my list. Um, I don't know if you have anybody left on your list. Oh, uh,
1: I've got two more sweets. Uh Dak and Julio. I mean, Dak's the guy who's just he's crushing it right now. Uh Kellen Moore, offensive coordinator. I mean, he's calling great play action plays. That offense
0: looks good. It
1: looks way better. Scott Winahan. I don't know how he was there for as long as he was. I mean, he was holding Dak back. Seriously. Could, that's what it could, sounds like. Yeah, I, I can make it. Looks argument. like. I mean, he's hitting Michael Gallup. I love me, Amari Cooper. Uh he's using Zeke as a, you know, uh pass catching weapon. And uh I like Dak going for
0: he had a 40 yard run. He's <laughs> like, he's got wheels that like he is a good fantasy quarterback now. Oh yeah. I don't know. He he kind of was that Top end, like low end QB one, but it was never a guy you wanted to draft as your QB one. And then in two quarterback leagues, I'm in a two quarterback league and he was like a top end QB two. You know what I mean? And so, but he's taking that step and ESPN was kind of on it. Like they had him ranked kind of high in their QB rankings. And I, I was not on board with that because I just thought it was like a run heavy offense, but they're slinging it out there and they're running a lot of play action. They're, they're using Zeke more the the threat of Zeke now. They're still running the ball, but just not like over the top 28 carries for Zeke. Yeah, it's and, more of that 20 carry, right? And Dak's not dinking and dunking.
1: I mean, he's pushing the ball down the field.
0: Yeah, you got like to love that. I've got good receivers like they Michael know. Gallup's really good.
1: He's real good. I know he's got a he knee injury. He might be better but...
0: than uh Amari Cooper, but I didn't know about the knee injury.
1: Yeah, he's out for like two to four weeks.
0: Oh, wow. But So Cooper on the up and up there. And uh, Julio, obviously, what can you
1: say? He had five catches for like 120 yards and two TDs. He's got three touchdowns in two weeks. That was always like the knock on Julio. You know, he gets the yards, receptions, touchdowns. or And, eh, you know, Calvin Ridley had 10 last year. Julio, I love seeing the TDs.
0: Yeah. I mean, with Ridley there playing well, like a guy gets open and – He's a serious threat, and so that's going to draw some attention away from Julio a little bit. Uh, so there's going to be more opportunity for Julio to be scoring long touchdowns like that, and they can't run the ball there in Atlanta. Oh, so no. Devontae
1: Freeman, he's on his last legs. Yeah,
0: I mean, honestly, Edo Smith looks better than Devontae Freeman. Um, but, yeah, I, I just see them throwing the ball 600 times like the Steelers did last year.
1: Yeah, I mean, they play 13 games indoors.
0: Matt Ryan in a
1: dome – I'm starting both those guys in DFS, like a lot of – Ridley for sure. Like the guy's price is too good.
0: Seriously, we can – like until he gets into that top ten range, like Ridley is just a nice play every week because he's just got that touchdown upside, big play upside, targets are there, easy play. I I took Michelle over Ridley in, in our league, and that is something that's haunting me because I thought Ridley was going to slide through and I was going to end up with both. And now I'm just kicking myself because it's just like I have no wide receiver two right now, and I'm just like, man, Ridley would be looking so nice there in my wide receiver two. I didn't need the running back. Like I just, I like to hoard.
1: <laughs> just make a trade, see what happens. Yeah,
0: we'll we'll see. Uh, I I feel like I got to hold firm a little bit longer, see if another injury or two happens. Uh, but yeah, that'll uh, that'll wrap up this episode. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. Uh, If you haven't liked our Facebook page, Fantasy Football Friends Forever, go like that. If you already have liked it and like the content, share the page with your friends. Like, tell your friends about it. Um, Follow me on Twitter, add Mad Max, FFF, F. (laughs) This is Mad Max, Pistol Pete. Catch you next time.